When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post-game podcast. Hawks lose 4-0 to the Colorado Avalanche. And boy, it was worse than that. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Thanks for staying up late with us. We appreciate it. Please smash that like button for us if you're here. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube page if you're waiting until the morning to listen to the post-game podcast. Thank you for doing that. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And make sure you're following on your favorite preferred podcast app well fellas this is what you see when you have a legitimate contender against an exhausted team in year 0.5 or one of the rebuild uh this was a just a thrashing from start to finish yeah we have a lot of optimism heading in this season a new a renewed sense of hey this is going to look pretty good soon well not as soon. <laughs> the Avalanche reminded us there's still a long way to go before this team is a uh, serious contender. But, you know, you got pantsed by one of the best teams in the league on their home opener at the end of your five-game road trip. It is what it is. This is one of those games where you burn the tape and you move on, you come home, and it doesn't get any easier. Yeah. The defending Stanley Cup champions, who are oh five and oh five and oh yeah, the first <laughs> the first reigning Stanley Cup champ to go five and oh since one of those eighties Oilers teams, the eighty five Oilers. Yeah, so uh, you know, whatever it is, what it is, it, the game started off okay, and it ended when Bone Byron flipped that puck into the crowd mm-hmm. and took that delay game penalty because they gave up the sh- the shorty another one. And the game was over at that point. Yeah. Uh, As always, you get to vote on the fourth star of the game, the three stars of the game. Alexander Georgiev, the number one star. He didn't have a lot of work to do, but okay. Uh, Number two star, Logan O'Connor. Number three star, Miko Rantanen. So our nominees for the fourth star, and this has been the toughest it's been to choose, I'll tell you that. Uh, Andreas Athanasiu, who played 11-19, two shot attempts, two more missed shots, so four total shot attempts, none on goal, uh, and was credited with a takeaway. Nick Felino, 16.06 of ice time, three shots, a missed shot, and a hit. And Peter Mrazek, who stopped 37 of 41 uh, uh, Colorado shots on goal. Um, I know who my vote's going towards. I'm giving it to Peter Mrazek, who was just under – he was under siege the entire game. Mm-hmm. and uh, Made a couple of highlights. He did. He made – it could have been a lot worse. It yeah. could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to give it to Mrazek just because he, he made some saves – that uh, on most nights keeps the Blackhawks uh, in the game, but on a game like tonight, he'll make two or three saves in a row, and then it's the fourth shot that goes in. Yeah, and right. And so it was just you know, it's there's only so much he can do uh, in in those in those types of situations, and yeah, and then this is just one of those games where you know, we talked about it in the pregame. It's your last game of a five game road trip. You, you're you're you know, in your head, you're three hours of, of a hockey game 
away from getting on a plane and going home and sleeping in your own bed and, you know, having food that you prepared yourself and all that stuff. Uh, but you're going up against one of the, if not the best team in the league, uh, you had to be ready for it. And I'm not going to say that they weren't ready for it, but once, once the adversity hit, uh, it was just, you, you can't play catch up. This team can't play catch up no. against a, a team like the Avs. And it was just constantly over and over and over the speed and talent, just the discrepancy between the two teams. What's the saying? There's levels to this. That was that was the uh, that was the theme of the night. Like the Blackhawks, you can hang with teams like Pittsburgh. You can hang with, uh, you know, you, you you can upset a team like Toronto on uh, if they're not focused. You can hang with Boston. You had no you had no shot against. The yeah, this was like a sixty minute power play. It looked like yeah. It was it was just it. I on the on the broadcast it was, you know, they they said this is. You know, varsity versus JV. That's exactly what it felt yeah. like. Abs were playing a different game tonight than the Blackhawks yeah. were. Uh, <clears throat> there's NHL speed, and then there's Colorado <laughs> Avalanche speed. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a different thing. Like, and, and you could see that, like, the young players, Connor Bedard, Kevin Korczynski, you know, Kaiser to agree, they, they were struggling with, like, Connor Bedard was probably like, okay, I think I finally got the NHL speed down. And he's out there going, holy shit, what is yeah, this? this is yeah, different. Right. And he's got two guys hitting him at once, and just he, they're, he they completely shadowed him. And, no shot attempts. For, and they and Colorado's got the defensive horses that can keep up with him. So when mm-hmm. you've got – like, so the difference is if you're looking at, you know, Nathan McKinnon versus Bedard, like, they have other options. The Hawks don't have any other options. And even Taylor Hall – who we all like, and we're ha- glad he's here, and we think he's going to be a huge benefit to um, Connor Bedard. Is not the kind of guy who demands attention very much anymore. He's a good player. He's going to hurt you. Your opponent wants to know where he is, but he's not the kind of guy that's going to drag you into a win. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's, he's, he's a he's a he's a good complimentary player. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, he's kind of pissing me off tonight. Well, I let's so I, I think we're after Montreal. I was super pissed. You guys were upset, but not as pissed as I was. This is different. Like, this just felt like they're outclassed. However, there were a lot of things that could have made this night better. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the strategy was on the power play with Seth Jones just kind of going all over the place. It looked by design. I would like to hear what Luke Richardson has to say after the game about the approach of of having, like, when you watch hockey for as long as we've watched it, there's things you see in your brain goes, well, that's not right. Or there should be somebody there. And they're not there. And a lot of the times during this game, it was where Seth Jones should have been, and he was elsewhere. Maybe it's on him. Maybe he's trying to make something happen. Maybe it's the the plan they came up with tonight. Either way, it didn't work. You also, from the midway through the second period on, had guys with wide-open shooting opportunities, Taylor Hall included, that just refused to shoot the damn puck. Yeah. Lucas Reichel was staring the goalie down and just made a pass to nowhere. And I know that's what – it's very natural. We've seen this from the Hawks when they were good and when they were bad. You see it around the league. When teams are frustrated and things aren't going well, they're trying to be perfect, they've got to get that message. And then when they did shoot – it was like you'd put a pass to a guy in the slot and they would wait, 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 wait yeah. for the defender to arrive, then shoot it off their shins. 
It's like, dudes, just rifle the damn puck no on the goalie. Yeah. No urgency. Yeah. Down two, down three, down four, and you know, uh, everybody's pat. Like I, I said it during when Taylor Hall made that egregious pass on the power play backwards when he's three feet away from that. I said, uh, you know, everybody's got Max Domi disease. Remember last season, yeah. Max yeah. Domi. Pass, pass, pass. Where's Patrick Kane? Where's Patrick Kane? I got to pass it. I got to pass it. Everybody was passing tonight. Just shoot. You're down three. You're down four on the road. Shoot the damn puck. The, yeah. All Colorado did was shoot all night long. At one point, the shots were eight to eight. <laughs> then what then happened? it was 27 <laughs> to eight. 27, 19 shots in a row into the Colorado. Like, it was ridiculous. Not shot attempts. Shots. Shots, shots, on, on, shots goal. on goal. 41 to 18 was the final of that. Yeah. That's that's, that's not thir- a recipe for and the Lucas Reichel tied for the lead on shots with three. Two of them came back to back on yeah, a power play. Right. Uh, Nick Felino had three shots and Ryan Donato had three shots. The only other players with more than one were Taylor Radish and Boris Kachuk. Yeah. So. Yeah, know. I I'm I'm not ready to. Well, look, I mean, panicking at anything this year would be silly. Um, there's a lot of people on the chat calling for line changes and mix-ups and those sort of move Reichel from center. Just give it time. Like I still think they've he all sort of said. Percent of his draws. Today. Yeah. Well, they've all sort of said like the ten game mark will be the analysis point for a lot of things, but I, there is a little bit of you can kind of understand how this game was the way it was. These guys have to be dog ass tired. Mm-hmm. They have to be. It's a reality and. You've got these young guys who have never really been through this before, experiencing it for the first time. And I liked what they they talked about this during the broadcast where everyone was talking about the story from earlier this week where Corey Perry had to go and yell at Korchinski and Reichel and Bedard and Vlasic, I think it was the other one, to get the F off the ice because the bus was leaving. And their point was, guys, we have 82 games. We appreciate that you want to work really hard and, and be on the ice as late as you can. But save some of your energy. Save some of this. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't Don't need learn. to be out there ripping 100 extra shots. We just practice for an hour. We're probably going to hit the bikes before or after. It's enough. Use your downtime or you're just going to run out of gas. And these are the sort of lessons that when we talk about, like, these veterans coming in and leading this team, these are the sort of things they can teach. And Ray Ferraro said, back in my day, I would just jump on the ice and go, we're leaving in three minutes. Yeah, and right. that was how you got the kids off the ice. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is, you know, a uh, a situation where they're they're traveling for almost two weeks, you know, worth of travel, and you know, you're you're uh, you're traveling over three thousand miles. I think they calculated on the broadcast, and um, you know, you're you're talking about guys like uh, you know, like Bedard and Korchinski, where you know, mostly just bus trips in the WHL from from place to place, and um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, I think it's, it's learning, learning the new environment in the NHL and learning what it's going to take game to game for preparation and recovery and, and, and all that. So, yeah, I would like to think that, um, this is a learning experience and this specifically this game is the learning experience to say, Hey, this is this is where we are uh, at the end of a five game road trip. This is the opponent we're facing. Who's it's their home opener. 
they're odds-on favorite for the Stanley Cup. Like, we need to be prepared for this game, otherwise we're going to get run out of the building four to nothing, and shots are going to be four, 41 to 18. Well, that's what happened tonight. This yeah. is this is not the game to be upset after. Yeah, there's a lot of people melting down. I don't know if it's sarcasm or sincerity, well, one but one person's melting down. Chill sure. the f out, guys. Um, this is not the game to get upset. We were we were upset in the Montreal game because that's a team that's it's a winnable game. That's a that's a team that's near the same level as the Blackhawks. The Black did you watch them in Minnesota the other night? What's that? Minnesota just beat the yeah, shit out of them. They did like. And then Minnesota lost at home by five to the Kings tonight. Yeah, hockey's weird. Is hockey dumb? It's very yes. dumb. Yeah. It's the dumbest of the dumb. Yeah. And so tonight's not the night. You, you you were you're upset after the Montreal game because yeah the effort stunk, and that's a team that you're kind of out of the five teams on this road trip. That was the team you're closest to. The Avalanche and the Blackhawks aren't even playing the same sport. Right no, now. not right now. So t- to be mad. That you got run out of the building by probably the best team in the league with, you know, three rookie defensemen, an 18-year-old kid, a 20-year-old kid playing center for the first time. Relax. This is probably – this is pretty much what I, I ex- expected It was happen. a little worse than I, mean, I expected. I mean, I didn't think it would be 41-18. to 18 and they, Yeah. But, but I didn't expect them to win tonight. I didn't – like, this was the game – Heading into this road trip, I was like, that's going to be the ugly one. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't Toronto, it's going to be Colorado. Yeah. You know, I, I figured and before this road trip started, two and three, we'd all take it. Yeah. yeah we'd and all it's, it's, take it. That's you had not, a great win in Pittsburgh. It's not a horrible start. You beat the pants off of Toronto. Yeah. Remember those things. That's Those were just a few days ago. Yeah. Getting, your, getting your ass kicked by the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche Join in Denver is not a reason to get be mad. Yeah, It exactly. doesn't matter. This None of these games really matter. Not the results. Yeah. Not the end results. They don't matter big picture. This season, we're not. Guys, I have to break this to you. The Blackhawks aren't going to make the playoffs this year. I hate to throw in the towel <gasps> this early in the season. It's a hot take. I know there's 77 games left. <laughs> I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. We don't need to go crazy and be upset that one of the best teams in the league beat your ass. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you know what? Colorado's going to do that like 60 times this year to other teams, to teams better than the Blackhawks. Yeah. You you get upset if you if they come out and it's clear that they're just – counting down the clock till they can get on the get on the bus to the plane and and get back home but this was a game where it was just the avalanche constantly their speed and their execution and their structure was just at a, a level the Blackhawks couldn't match couldn't respond to so you get frustrated with the way that they're playing because of just how good the avalanche were tonight and it forced the Blackhawks into uh you know frustrating tendencies so if the if the effort wasn't there you'd be we'd all be pissed like we were after the Montreal game even though you know that's against the Avalanche but we're not mad at the effort we're just it's just upsetting to see a team get blown out like that but yeah it's the Avalanche what are you going to do we talked to Megan Angle yesterday from DNVR and we asked her what's your primary concern with the abs and she said injuries yeah 
that means you're a really effing good and yeah. deep and solid I team. I remember those days. They were and, fun. and I want to remind people who may be, you know, jumping in on hockey because of Bedard or whatever, go take a look at the Avalanche's five or six seasons before Nathan McKinnon and company really settled in. They were historically awful. And there's people in the chat saying, like, this is why they need more than Bedard. They have more than Bedard. It's just not here yet. Yeah. Those prospects are either arriving with him, like Kevin Korchinski mm-hmm. and Wyatt Kaiser, or you've got Frank Nazar and you've got Oliver Moore and you've got all these other prospects that are going to be here when the Hawks are ready to win. Again, it's year one of the rebuild. I also want to acknowledge that uh, Region Rev says we haven't been um, critical enough of the Hawks leaving um, Mrazek out to dry enough, so we all voted for him for the fourth star of the game. He stopped 37 to 41 shots. The yeah. Hawks hung him out to dry. Yeah, well, I think I, it's pretty obvious that in us all voting for him as our fourth star of the game, that was yeah. an acknowledgement of that. He was, he was making sure he was we were clear buried in the avalanche of shots that he had to face. I mean, it's again, it, it's it's a Stanley Cup favorite against the team that's going to be in the lottery. It's nine nine times out of ten, this is the game that's going to happen. So it's it's hard to muster up any anger or any harsh criticisms. Yeah, there's things you want to work on. I don't think, to what you said earlier, I don't think you necessarily burn this tape. There's definitely things that you can learn from it yeah, and shoot. say like, hey, <laughs> shoot the puck. That's when you start. When you have an open, open lane to the net, shoot. Uh, but also like, they're going to face more teams this year that are are going to be at the level of the avalanche. And it's like, okay, like this is a f- very fast team. Tampa Bay is a very fast team. Vegas is a loaded, loaded team. Like here's, here's what you can learn from in a game like this against a loaded fast team that can help them in other games that they're going to face this year that are going to be that, that talent and speed discrepancy. So you can learn from it. But it's just, it's frustrating that you have to go through it. Yeah. Well, a couple of things. I know people complaining about the power play, rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, we also got to remember, it's, f- correct me if I'm wrong, five guys on that top power play unit that have never played together until this year. Yep. Including a rookie. Jones, uh, Perry, Hall, Donato, Hall. Bedard. Yeah, they've never played Donato with each other. And so Perry. you got to give it some time. It's going to look... Out of you know, it's gonna look discombobbled at times because you still these guys still haven't figured out each other's tendencies and what yeah. works and what doesn't. And the Colorado Avalanche's penalty kill is stupid. Like it's insane. They're, they are they have so not given up a penalty. They've not given up a power play goal all year. And they have two shorthanded's both coming from Logan O'Connor. Yeah. And like they're a good fucking team. Yeah. So and then so yeah, ready, but <laughs> guys. Well, I don't know what. What else are you supposed to say? Right. Like, no, you're right. These aren't. This isn't the night to be overly, like. And somebody, I think it was uh, Chicago Sports Radio, uh, uh, talking about. What? Uh, oh, there's someone named Chicago yeah, Sports Radio uh, in the chat. I didn't see. What that. point do you consider getting Bedard off the first line? Not uh, until putting him against the top players who are keen on. Guess what? No matter until who they have Connor McDavid on the team. <laughs> in, in, no, no matter who's on his left and right. Guess what? He's the be other the top team's line. best top That's line is top still going to be out there. The no top, matter what yeah. line he's on, it's the top <laughs> line. The top, the top line. line is whoever he's centering. Right. Yeah. That's the top line. So I don't have a, like. I, oh, my God. Guys, 
it's five games. Come on, we it's, it's like, like we can't we can't ride the roller coaster like this every night. Like we're it's not. we no not we. I mean <laughs> I'm the the you we the royal we. Yes, because the proverbial we. like you said, you just went into Toronto and kicked their ass. Yeah, yeah. like it's. <laughs> it's maybe gonna that's, be... maybe that's the big letdown because you're coming off that high. Yeah, you took a you took a Stanley Cup contending team, and you 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 beat them on their home ice. You clowned Ryan Reeves. You were feeling good. So yeah, I get that a little bit, but you know, yeah, it's this, it's before our break. Let's take some super chats here real quick. Uh, McLovin with a five dollar says, "Help me cope that Bedard won't lose confidence from this bullshit schedule." How long will we see him swear or punch the boards after every shift? He's going to be that way. That's he is a Very mega competitor. He's going to do that. Um, way. He wants to be yeah. great. He will score a hat trick and be pissed he doesn't have four. Right. Mm. He, he'll have he'll have you know two goals and assist in the third period and hit a post and he'll slam his stick. Yes. Like that's just who he is. I really and I really do think that finally coming home, yeah, playing in, in the United Center, uh. It's gonna make a difference, not just yes. for Bedard, but for the entire team to find to, to be you able to get home. In your damn bed and see your kids. Like, yeah, some home you, games will be nice. You, you any- get home, you you get the comforts of of the city. You get the home crowd. You know you're gonna they're gonna get some juice from it being the home opener. You got the red carpet, it's a sellout, all this stuff. It's like finally we get our chance to be celebrated to start the season, rather than being you know the being the team that every other team gets their home opener against. And yeah. eventually you're going to have home games and eventually you're going to have home games against Nashville and you're going to play the Sharks at some point. And the yeah. Sharks <laughs> and the Ducks. You're going to start playing some shit teams that you that you could beat. It's okay. Yes, it's going to like yeah, your first you, 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 getting rid playing all these ridiculously good teams for the f- first 13 games of the year or whatever it yeah. is means you're going to have a large chunk of playing the bottom feeders. It all evens out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's 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 all good. It's 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 fine. It's fine. We're going to be okay. All right, yeah. more super chats. Uh Nick says Saturday's against Vegas. I get it's a home opener. I hope fans don't lose their minds if the game goes bad. Love the show every night. Thank you. They will, but it's okay. It's a, yeah, it's, I mean that's <laughs> that's a Saturday that's, night. That's another one where the opponent you can probably set your expectations a little low for the result, but Home opener Saturday night, like maybe maybe they get an extra kick in their step, uh, but it's still it's still Vegas. It's the defending champs. They're also still cup champs to uh, cup favorites to repeat. Like they're they're a good fucking team. Like that you're gonna have a lot. You're gonna have a lot of teams like that play against the Blackhawks this year, and you're gonna have a lot of uh, results like that. Like we are not just because Bedard is here. And just because this team on paper seems to have more NHL talent top to bottom and there's fun and exciting things to watch and there's the young guys coming up, just because that's all happening this year doesn't mean that everything that happened last year isn't, like, everything that happened last year is not too far removed from this year's team. Like, it's, the attitude is changing, but the results aren't going to change all that much. Like, this is still a team that's going to be in the lottery. Right. Um, all right, two more before we get to our first break. Brandon with a $5 super chat says vets need to get their asses chewed out. They look uninspired and careless. The vets need to lead and tonight. They didn't. I disagree with that. Nick Felino was probably the best uh, skater for the team. Ryan Donato had a, was Andres second shots and go. Athanasiu had a good Thanos, game. Best player part of the vet. Yeah. Group, I so. mean, okay. 
Windy City Hockey says, I'm just mad that the game ended at 12 a.m. A Central Division game should start no later than 8 p.m. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. Agree. Uh, that's yes. what I'm most mad about is that yes, it's I'm, I'm mad that it's 12.38, and we're talking about a damn game that was played in Denver. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So, so we could watch that the didn't exciting, have overtime. The exciting James Madison versus Marshall game that featured sixty-seven punts. Woo! That's exciting. Or whatever it was, you said punts. I said punts. punts yes, and only sixty-seven. And I want to. Uh, Gravely said something uh, in the chat. I want to hit before the break too. He said that I was uh, overreacting the same way against Montreal, and and it, it's a different it's a different reaction because. Montreal and Colorado are nowhere close in terms of talent. Yeah. And the Hawks tonight versus that night were nowhere close in terms of effort. I don't think tonight was an effort issue. Tonight it was a wasn't. talent issue. No. They just could not stop what the Avalanche were doing. Nope. And just as the Hawks did during their heyday, they were rolling four lines and three pairs all night long, and they were grinding the Hawks' asses yeah. into the ice. Montreal can't do that. No. And that's what I was pissed about. I wasn't pissed about the loss. I was pissed about the way they lost. For clarity. All right, let's get crammed. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, by the way, DNVR abs should their shirt this year should be we are a fucking good team. That should be their shirt. <laughs> good fucking team. Good fucking team. All right. Maybe you'll so enjoy Spe- talking about speaking them. Speaking of good teams, I know. Can you? Imagine, uh, it's so boring. What a watching drag. A team like that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of good teams, we've got a good team that have joined us here at CHGO. Are you in the market for? A new vehicle. If you are, then we've got great news for you. Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake have joined the CHGO team, as I just said. At Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventory and find unforgettable savings, unlike tonight's game, which is very forgettable. And right now, during Ram Power Days at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and <laughs> Ram, <laughs> only in Fox Lake, you'll be able to secure 0% financing or 17% off new Ram models. But that's not all. Now through October 31st, explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of limited time seven-year anniversary savings. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram because they're the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake for more power, for more information. Head over to RayCDJR.com today, serving the community since 1963. And if you're looking for tickets to the home opener on Saturday, really the best place you can look is Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to the next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, view from your seats, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I love the fact that I can go look at the seat locations and say, all right, what's the difference between, you know, 329 and 310? What's the view difference? And you could see that right there on game time. So you know exactly what you're getting, which is easier during hockey because it's round and the view is kind of the same. But if you're at a concert or something, especially in a big arena like the UC, mm-hmm. you're not sure what the stage setup's going to look like. They will help you. I know exactly where you're going to sit. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last minute seats, find exclusive deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy theater, and more. And with zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. Take the guesswork 
out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Got some uh, quotes here coming in from uh, post-game. Uh, this one from Mark Lazarus. Uh, Luke Richardson on Connor Bedard said the Avs were, quote, overwhelming for a lot of us, not just him. <clears throat> uh, this also coming from Mark Lazarus. This is Nick Felino was not buying the end of a long trip explanation. Quote, no, that's just a good team. There's no excuse here for our group. We are not in a position to be making excuses at all. The schedule, every team gets screwed somehow, some way throughout the year. So who cares? Uh, and this from Ben Pope, Love Nick Felino on Connor Bedard. <laughs> Quote, he's getting a good dose of learning, right? I think we all are, not just him. He's understanding how hard this league is, and he's still up to the task. He's a great player. He's going to learn. Yep. Yeah, I, I think all of that is logical. And I think if I'm going to bicker with Nick Felino about anything there, I think there is some validity to the five-game road trip. There thing. is, yeah, but he's but not he's gonna, not going to say, gonna say, that. say that. right? Of yeah. course, of yeah. course. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he's a longtime pro. He's not going to. He's no, not going mean, to say what. But that's you don't want that. You don't want that excuse to sink in, right? Like if he was to say, like, oh, you know, five-game road trip. We're probably a little bit tired. We're happy to be going home. Next time there's a three-game trip or a four-game trip, you don't want to see guys maybe right. mailing it in for that last game because the excuse is built in. I, the, the more he speaks, the more I love him. Yeah. Yeah, big fan of Nick Foligno. Yep. And uh, you know what else I'm a big fan of? We've got over 200 people Crazy. watching live at awesome. 12.44 on a Friday morning after a 4-1, 4 nothing loss. I think 170 Amazing. of them just fell asleep with the YouTube on, which is fine. Hey, because uh, hey. <laughs> hey, it's line driving the paper. We'll just talk quietly at the rest of the show. Oh, I came man. home the other night. Sleep, and, sleepy uh, ASMR post. I came home the other night, and and my better half, she's she's going for her master's degree, so she was doing her homework, and she had one of those women with the fingernails on the microphone oh. going oh. in the background to help. Mm. No, I like, hate that. Oh no, 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 to sleep. No, to, to, she had it on while she was doing her homework to oh, kind of wow. just to like focus. concentrate. Yeah, just oh. the noise. Got her to f- like, what I'm seeing is these big long nails on this <laughs> thing, and I'm like, no, get that off my TV immediately. My my wife always says um, that one of the reasons she l- loves working in an office is just the ambient sound of like paper shuffling and keyboards clicking, and like that like helps her like relax as being at work and stuff. And I remember. Uh, like when we were in school and we, we, you know, we, we'd visit each other and stuff doing homework. She'd be like, can you just like flip through this notebook while I like do this paper? And I was like, all right, fine. And it just, it's just interesting how that, that, that works for different people. I mean, I always have to have something on when I'm writing or working. I always have to have like a music, but no, preferably music with no lyrics. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, question from P3 Arizona. Jay, tell us about the Arizona coyote shirt. Look out for the PHNX folks to be salty about Connor. They can be salty. It's fine. They're just jealous. Um, Greg and I are wearing purple today because it is Spirit Day, which is a um, cause for the LGBT, LGBTQ plus community um, created by GLAD to initially it was like a bully prevention, bullying awareness uh, day. So we are wearing purple in support of the LGBTQ plus folks in our life. Absolutely. Yeah, that's all. That's all the purple's about today. Um, and this is my only purple shirt aside from my Northwestern shirt. And they're on, uh, they're on probation right now. 
they're in the uh, the backup shirt closet. Um, by the way, forgot to mention this, but we still have a bunch of people. Yeah, Tomorrow at 11, shirts. our interview, uh, Mario and I got the chance to speak to Jamie Faulkner today. Um, so we got about a half hour with her. That will drop tomorrow at 11, both on YouTube and on the podcast. So set yourself a reminder. Lots of info about the uh, home opener, which is really cool, including yep. uh, this really cool thing you're doing now where you can get, like, a commemorative ticket for the game you attend. Like a physical ticket. Like a ticket. physical ticket. Yeah. Yeah, it will cool. have, like, a QR code on it, and they're going to deem certain games uh, Blackhawks classic. So mm-hmm. let's say I'm sure – the opening game will be Connor yeah. Bedard's first game will be one. The first time he has a hat trick, whatever. Um, they will be commemorative. And then forever, you'll have that physical ticket and you can scan that QR code and it will show you the highlights of the yeah. moment. It sounds really cool. She details it a lot, as well as uh, some other really great stuff that you're not going to want to miss. And Christian, who says black jerseys, please, you will be very pleased with the interview tomorrow <laughs> because we got basically 100% confirmation that the black jerseys are coming back. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. So I would think like Fanatics the, starts next year, right? Fanatics is, yeah. This so is I would the think probably year two years, like the 25, 26 season. Well, it does sound like the centennial season is going to be a, uh, a fun one as yeah. far as aesthetics go. So. Yeah. They'll probably have multiple jerseys that year. Yeah. It'll be fun. So, yeah, check that interview out. A lot of cool information. Um, yeah, the ticket thing, like, I, I, and I know, you know, we, we put it out there on, on Twitter today about the, you know, the initiative, they released it to the public for information and stuff. And of course there are people who'd be like, oh, you know, now you got to pay for a physical ticket when you could just have real tickets anyways. It's like, okay, well it's 2023. So many things are digital now. Like that's just how the world works. So now physical tickets have become a nostalgic thing. It's just how it is, and I and, it and I I love it. I I still have a shoebox full of tickets to old yep. games that I I went to for all different uh, sporting events and stuff. So the the details that Jamie gave make it sound like it would be. It's you can even get kind of like personalized things with the, with the tickets. Um, again, listen to the interview; she gives the, the whole details. But it sounds like a really cool um, project, and it's I think it's like games just starting this year. Cause I think pe- some people were asking like, Oh, can I go back to, you know, a game one yeah, or two years cool. ago and print a ticket? I, I don't think that's the case, maybe, but I think start, but st- I think starting this year, starting with this season, you'll be you able can, to, you can be able to. Yeah. It'd be cool if you can go back in time. Cause there's some, some games I'd like to have. It'd, it'd be, yeah. Of. It'd be cool to get like Taze's last game ticket or something. Well, stuff she, like that. She's the example of like, if you, Let's say, you know, this year you take your a girl to your or a guy, whatever, to your first date. Yeah. And then three years from now you're like, Oh, we're getting married. Let's get that stub. You would be able you to go, go back, back as long get, as it's tied to your back. Ticketmaster account. Yeah. Um, you'd be able to get that ticket. So it's really cool. And from what it sounded like, we don't know the total cost yet. She basically said like it'll just be the price to basically produce and ship it. Yeah. So it's it not doesn't... gonna be cost prohibitive in any way, I don't think. Oh. No, I was bummed uh when I was a... Uh, Seeing uh, season ticket holder when they stopped sending you the the book of tickets. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. Uh, also, kind of bummed because it was before the app, uh, so we had to print out every ticket from home. So I'm like, cool, <laughs> costing me more money now with all this paper <laughs> and ink I have to use over 41 games. But right. uh, I love the good uh, a good ticket stub. I still have a ton. Um, What's well, funny? Know. I found the if you were watching us this week, I found some. My wife found some old bobbleheads and Hoss memorabilia, 
memorabilia in her closet, including some old programs, which they printed glossy, like thick stock magazines yeah. every game. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how not cost effective the old days were. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. every day they publish like a glossy. Like I can't even forty forty one games. Yeah, well, really, a brand only, new one. The, well, the only real difference on those things were basically the covers. There'd be different. Yeah, but feature you, stories you but, but you'd have too. to constantly print right. them. Well, if you, you know? have the books printed, you have to get the, the yeah. that program's eighty pages. Right, but like seventy five of those oof. pages never change throughout the season. There is a sure. uh, Tuomo Rutu yeah. centerfold. That was surprisingly easy to open after yeah, all. I, <laughs> I was I was a little nervous when I flipped that page. I was like, uh. It was fine. Shut up. <laughs> so how many programs did you buy that year? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> One for each day of the week. No, it was, uh, I'm, we're going to do some fun social media with that program. Yeah, it's the some, o- uh, o- 203 Hawks. Is that what it was? 0304. Yeah, there's some names in there. I Oof. was like, who? Oh, boy. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Anyways. Yeah, I guess we should get back to this game. We should pay we off really some of to. our... Uh, Regular segments, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's do one more super here. chat here. Uh, <laughs> Dustin, five bucks, says the Avs struggled in the last game of a three-game road trip to start the year. Young team like the Hawks are expected to struggle with five-game road trip. Yep. Sure. Totally fair. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's do... Uh, the Avs struggled with the three-game road trip to begin the year. Is that what he said? The, the last, last game. game of a... Last game yeah. of a three-game okay. road trip. They only won by three that game. Yeah, I was going to say they're 3-0 and <laughs> heading into tonight, but yeah. yeah. That's, um, that's a fair point. All right. Let's do. Uh, what do you want to do? Who's your hawk? No, I don't want to wear that. Much. I don't want to wear that thing for another twenty minutes. Or should we do Connor's corner? It's gonna yeah, be quick. It, that, that's a real easy one to get out of here. Get, get out of here in thirty seconds. Did All right. Get, did we get the uh, the intro? I, no? I, I got one. All I right. don't know if we're gonna like it, but that's fine. It's better than nothing. It's here we go. All right, let's, let's hear it. The world. I like it. I like that. It's keeper. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. A whole lot of nothing. <laughs> A uh, whole bunch of zeros for Conrad Bedward in yeah. this one. It was <laughs> the music was a little anticlimactic for the uh, standby there. Uh, the you know what? The music makes those zeros look even better. Yeah. Uh, here are the numbers. The uh, you see them on your screen. Out. No goals, no assists, no shots. That it's also no shot attempts. He was a minus one. 1937 of ice time. However, one seven and lost eight faceoffs. 47%. Hey, it's not bad. It's a big jump for him. Beautiful. Not bad. That'll yeah. that'll help the the season total. I mean, if there's one positive to up. take take away, I mean, seven of fifteen, but he was zero for four to start the night. Yep. So yeah, he figured my it out. math means that he was uh, he won seven of his last eleven faceoffs. Lucas Reichel won sixty percent, won three, lost two. They were forty seven percent as a team tonight. It's funny what happens I'll when take, Crosby and those guys are out there. I'll take forty seven percent as. For, hey, for this came, team, they absolutely, came, they came every night. night at thirty-two. Yeah, so right. I twenty-seven. Oh, or no, right. that was that was right. That was Bedard. Yeah. That was Bedard. So the, uh, every it all it went up for everybody tonight. So there's there's something. There's, there's a something po- there's a positive. Yes, yeah. yay faceoffs. Hooray! Even though they had their best faceoff night in their worst game. And well, uh, do we want to update the four star voting, or is it pretty much already over? Sure, let's do it. Oh, it's over. Yeah. It's over. What do we got, Steven? We got a Corn- runaway. Kornacki has called it. <laughs> we got Peter Morazic yeah. with the winner. Yeah, he deserves it. Seventy-one percent of the vote. I still will say um, he loses his net a lot. 
Like, there's a lot of times yeah. I'll look at the screen and be like, where's well, he Peter? He made that one save. He was almost out in the he was fucking circle. <laughs> the right side, yeah. <laughs> and he still made the save. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, hey, the goalies have been not a problem this year. They've both been really, really good. I would absolutely expect Arvid Soderbloom to get the start uh, on Saturday against Vegas. Good luck. Um, but, hey, they've been they've been solid. They've, they've been doing their job night after night after night. Yeah. Yeah, they're... I, don't have any problems with either of them through the first five games. No, they not at all. Their three, none of their three losses can be uh, pinned on a goalie. No, no. Even I mean, even with tonight being a four nothing loss, like Morazic was making saves to to make it respectable for the for the Blackhawks. It could have been seven nothing tonight. Very easily, easily. Yes. He took like three shots right off the right off the. Yeah, he was getting hit right in the face. Yeah, not a fun night for him. He was getting frustrated towards the end there. I don't blame him. I would. I mean, look, him. even even if your teammates are given the best they can, um, it, it still is like dudes getting hit with a puck forty one times is not great. No, that, that doesn't feel good. No. I can't imagine that feels very good. So yeah, it was a solid night for him. Um, but that was about it, and I think the. We knew that Morazic was going to be one of the guys, and then um, Athanasiu and Felino were kind of the least bad of the forwards, but yeah, deserve for Peter Morazic. They Marazic put in tonight, solid sure. It was definitely a flashback to last season when it came to the four star, because so many times last year, when we each named our own four star, there were so many where like I don't know, I don't care, yeah, and then it was. Pop, tonight, the tonight, popcorn guy was real yeah, loud. The, the, tonight was one of those nights where we were like, okay, Morazic and who? I don't know. I remember seeing yeah. that guy make a play. Cool. Right. Well, I th- it won't f- be that many more. Felino is he had the you sh- know he's going to give you everything he's got every game. And he was he had what happens in this game if he actually buries that shot early? It's a different game. First five minutes of the game, he had a he had two really good chances. On, yeah. yeah, he had a shot to, to put the Hawks up early. Maybe that takes the crowd out of the game. Maybe that gets you a little momentum. Not saying you win the game if you score there, but it could have been a completely different game. Punch, punching the abs in the mouth first before they just punched you, punched you, punched you, punched you, punched you, and then punched you, punched you, punched you, and then punched you, and then gave you a little Derek Carr on the side, and then punched you, punched you, punched you. A little nut pinch. Yeah, you know. And then that might have changed it a little bit. Then they did the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, then they gave you a nice little off the top, and then, you know, one, two, three. Steven says, at this rate, with how many shots he's taken, Morazic's scoring will tear by Halloween. I hope not. That's probably optimistic, actually. But, yeah. P. Will supporter, who must be here left over from the Bulls game, has some stuff to say. Go to bed. He wants us to move Reichel to wing. Uh, he wants Connor Garland signed, and he wants to move Zorich to linebacker. So uh, we'll do all those things I want for Patrick you. Patrick Williams to play center. We've actually been talking about Connor Garland a little bit. Who's Zorich? Um, oh God, I don't know. We're dealing with a youngin. <laughs> don't let them shame you. I don't know who that is either. Oh my God! You know who Chris Zorich is? No, it's a made-up name. <laughs> Chris Zorich. All right, we'll do some research. He was one of those guys that got drafted out of Notre Dame because he was at went to Notre Dame. Every thought he was going to be good, and then he got to the NFL, and he was like, he wasn't bad. Chris he wasn't good either. He was fine. He Zor. gave out a lot of turkeys on, on Thanksgiving. Yes, he did, and Zor. a lot of corruption then, then later in his trouble. life. And then a few Former, of those turkeys made it. All right, fine. I'll, I'll modernize it. Move Erlacher to safety. Is Former this American football defensive tackle who played college football at Notre Dame and played in the NFL with the Chicago Bears and Washington Redacteds. Zorich is the athletic director at Chicago State University yes. from May yes. 28th 
to July 22 or May 2018 to July 2019. Why? What happened? Well, that's a different story. Ah, okay. that's a different article. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, neither guys know Chris Rich. He was no. a Pro Bowl alternate in 1993. Yeah, he was that's decent. Number 97, right? Yeah. yeah. And what year, Mario? 1993. Oh, when I was being born. Yeah. Well, he's in the College Football deal. Hall of Fame. Eat shit. I know who Gail Sayers is. <laughs> I know yeah. Ed Obradovich was. I wasn't you alive know, when they played. Chris Zorich and Gail Sayers, one one in the same, right? Ed Obradovich. Who? Doug Buffon. I've heard that name. Okay. See? Ed Obranovich. You know who Stan Makita is, right? I've heard that name before. You heard of Stan Makita? Yeah, I met him one time. You heard of Chico Mackey? Yep. Keith Magnuson? Yeah. All these guys played before you were born. What's the difference? Uh, they all, had, from they all had they Chicago all had impacts like on my life, Zorch, my friends. <laughs> they all had impacts on my life. Well, you need a better life. All right. Well, Chris Zor- Chris Zorich has an impact on my life now. I will Chris never. Chris Zorich signed it. my Notre Dame Nokia phone back in the day. Nice. Remember when you could replace the face on your phone? Yeah. The little Nokia ones. <laughs> yeah. I had a Notre Dame one. He's like, oh, let me sign it. And just really tiny on the bottom. That's cool. I will never wash my phone again. Did you keep it? I don't know where it is. Uh, I think it's in the College Football Hall of Fame. So, so much point. of a memory that lasted for you. <laughs> hey, you know where I need to go right now? Uh, Sunnyside. It's a bed. And uh, it's Thursday, so we need to pick someone who made us feel good in Chicago sports. Uh, mm, Peter Mrazek. Sure. Did he? Thanks, Peter, for making it less Corey, bad. Corey Perry made us feel pretty good on, on the other day. I'm mad at the Blackhawks for humanizing him and making me feel bad and feelings about him and his family. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Everybody. they showed him leaving his son for the road trip. It was like the saddest thing I ever saw. Yeah. Oh, who knew Corey Perry was human and could spawn other humans? I didn't know that. That's why I need to go to Sunnyside. It's my home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your football season or survive it. No matter where you are on your cannabis journey, easy online ordering and in-store pickup are there for you with a great loyalty program called Sunnyside Rewards. It is Illinois' favorite dispensary with good reason. Good news. My favorite brand. I'm going to pop one of those tonight. That's for damn sure. Counting Sheep helps me sleep through the night. The Mindy's Black Cherry Edibles, some of my favorites. It's like taking a warm bath. They got so many great brands there. Cresco High Supply, Floracal Wonder Remedy, some of the great brands you can try. And now through October 31st, Halloween, head to sunnyside.shop and use that code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. It's one use per customer, not stackable with other promos, but it's not only for new customers. Anyone can use that code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. Again, that is sunnyside.shop with the code CHGO25. And hey, uh, if you're using Sunnyside to uh, get through your football season, you should get out to our CHGO Bears tailgates and... uh, Enjoy the football season. We got two left uh, coming up here October 22nd against the Las Vegas Raiders. That is the team that played tonight and lost. Mm. Uh, They come to town, uh, so be sure to uh, come out to the CHGO Bears tailgate. It's going to be a good time. Hopefully the weather. Saints Saints played today. Saints? It's late. You're all right. Oh, Derek Carr. Derek, that's yeah. what's yeah. messing with me. Him and his, <laughs> him and his, him and his nuts. <laughs> bruised balls. Uh, um, yeah, but hey, no matter what, if it's the Raiders or the Derek Carless Saints or whatever, 
uh, come out to the Siege Shield Bears tailgate. It doesn't really uh, matter. All, 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 all that Bears matters is that the Bears are playing, and you're going to have fun at the tailgate. Uh, go to allchio.com and uh, get your tickets. And when you're at the tailgate, this is the important part, uh, be sure to be on the lookout for X Golf. They will be there giving away uh, a $200 gift certificate to any of their Chicago land locations. What is X Golf? Well, it's just a upscale place for you to uh, get out on the range all weather, all season, uh, and you got uh, some good food, some good brews as well. So go to uh, playxgolf.com slash chicagoland to see all of their nearest locations to you. Again, at the CHGO Bears tailgate, X Golf is going to be giving away a $200 gift certificate. Uh, we already gave one out last Sunday, so they're going to be out there uh, this upcoming Sunday. And then uh, one more time in uh, November 9th, I believe is that uh, that final tailgate. So hopefully the uh, weather holds out, and hopefully uh, Secret Agent Man can have a couple wins under his belt. I think that's likely. Nice. Um, P. Will supporters roasting uh, me in the chat. That's fine. I'm gonna roast you back. You're a Bulls fan. <laughs> I win. Good luck. Ouch. Um, hey, he likes me. Take it easy. That's he does like you. Got another quote here from... Uh, I like P. Will supporter. He's my guy. Another quote here. Uh, this thoughts. This is coming in from Seth Jones. This is via Ben Pope. Seth Jones, quote, We let them mess with the puck down low, cycle a few times, go low to high, and then their D get involved, and it's tough to stop. We needed to hit and pin quicker in the corners, go stick on puck, and then have our second or third guy come in, take the puck, and skate it out. We didn't... Didn't think we did a great job as defensemen at stopping the play. That is solid analysis. That's that's very insightful from Seth. And yeah, I mean, you hear that, you you know apply it to what your eyes saw, and you're like, yeah, that totally makes sense because it seemed like every time the Abs were in the offensive zone, it wasn't one and done. They'd have a shot on goal. Razzle can make a save. Puck goes to the corner. The Avs get it out. They get it up to their defensemen. They cycle it back around. They get another shot. If it's saved, they do it again, and it was just continuous possession in the offensive zone. Uh, I didn't see what the final numbers were, but the Avs had seemingly twice as many minutes played in the attacking zone yep. as the Blackhawks did, and it was just possession after possession, chance after chance, and it was just, I, I mean, not only was where the Blackhawks on the final night of a five-game road trip, they're also just getting worked in the defensive zone and just long shifts uh, on top of each other. So it was just it was just a night where, you know, it it seemed like the Blackhawks had even you know even though Nick Foligno says wasn't the case, a night where their tanks had to be half full, yeah, and then they were just getting emptied. Yep, they're just so freaking fast, yeah. Colorado. It's they're on you before you even have a Rumor chance to react. They're a really good fucking team. But it's it's yeah, beyond it's beyond good it's though. Like is they me. are good, but they're they are so. It's like I was talking about in the pregame where I was expecting this to be chance after chance. It was, but just for the Evs, they're they're solid and deep and f- the fastest team in the NHL. Yeah, they are just they're uncatchable. Like you saw that Logan O'Connor breakaway. That guy was shot out of a cannon. He's what, like eighth on her depth chart? Ninth? Like he's right, like a middle yeah. of the lineup guy for them. Just another guy with huge speed. And and if you listen to Kyle Davidson and um 
Why am I? It's late at night. Blanking on the other guy, the guy from Boston, who we had on the show. Who we had on the show? Yes, he is like from the uh, draft guy. Oh. Oh, Mike Dunahee. Mike Dunahee, thank you. Uh, he said, if you can't skate, you can't play for the Hawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speed is something that they are looking after. They got the fastest skater in the draft and Oliver Moore. So hopefully in a few years, they're going to be close to what trying yeah, to Colorado would, has. Yeah, they're, they're trying to emulate what Colorado is doing right now. I mean, one of the very first press conferences we ever had with Luke Richardson, he said, yeah, I've, I'm going to show these guys the Stanley Cup final. And and that's what we want to be. And that's that Stanley the, Cup final. That was the Avs Lightning. Colorado versus Tampa Bay. Yeah. Yep. They want to emulate what Colorado's doing. It's no secret. Yeah. And They'll Dan, get there. Dan says they're maybe the deepest team in the NHL without even Landeskog. That's true. And yeah. Landeskog might slow them down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. We yeah. don't have room for him. He's too slow. Yeah. They're, they're just, they're crazy. They're, that yeah. team is so good, so deep, so fast. They're a tough matchup for anybody. I mean, I don't think, I don't think anything summed up tonight's game better than the I don't remember if it was first period or second period but they interview it might have been first period uh Emily Kappen was doing a interview with Jared Bednar during one of the TV timeouts so they play it coming back from break and he said something to the effect of like uh we're, we're trying different things tonight we're experimenting different things tonight and it was just like oh okay the Blackhawks are the team that you experiment with like it's that's just how it is the the Avs are looking at this game and being like, well, we want to try some things. Let's do it in a game where it's not going to be too let's, consequential. Let's yeah. spend the whole period skating backwards into the zone. Yeah. <laughs> everyone let's use leave our sticks on uh, the everyone use the stick the other way. Yeah, like. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> Put your skates on the other foot. Yeah. Like. Kale McCarr is going to take a couple face-offs tonight. Yeah, yeah. he'd probably win three out of four. Yeah. Uh, 745 Moto fan is yelling at us. She says, well, bring speed with size because you need size in the playoffs. Yes, and that is something that I think uh, will are, probably be addressed. He did later in the draft. You guys are forgetting Marcel Marcel. Yeah. He's gigantic. Another giant person, Oscar. It's late, man. I can't think of anybody's Oscar names. Oscar or was it Os- Olaf Oskarsson? No, Olaf Mil- Mil- Os- Milton Oskarsson. Yeah, Milton. yeah, a giant, angry-looking fella. Big dude. Yeah. I, um, uh, who knows if they're NHL players, but. Alex Ferrand is a big guy, too. Yeah. Ethan Del Mastro is huge. Classic's big. It's big. Yep. Nolan Allen's big. Yeah, Sam Renzel is a tall Sam Renzel is tall. Yes. Sam Savoy is pesky. Yes. That's yeah. that guy. Yeah. Should we uh, make Mario wear the helmet? Oh, yeah. I think it's time. Yes. Yeah. I won. Yeah. <laughs> you get the win. You get to wear the helmet. Yeah, that's two, Look at that. Is that three in a row from you now? Sure as hell is. That's great. I got first pick again for uh Call that a winning streak. Man. Nice. Ray, I feel like a winner. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I feel like a winner. Whew. You look like one. You really do. Yeah. That's just trust well, us. I if you want to get yourself that something that looks as good on your head as that helmet <laughs> looks on Mario's head, head on over to FOCO and get fitted out in the best sports gear around. they I don't know if they've got hockey helmets with CHGO stickers on them, but I do know they, they have should. hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It's hockey season, it's football season, it's basketball season right around the corner. They're wrapping up their preseason. So get everything you need for a game over at Focal. You'll notice all around our set, we've got some great 
set decorations. Foco has donated a few of the awesome pieces for our sets, so go show them some love. We're hoping they send us one of those uh, Conor Bedard bobbleheads they got on pre-order right now. So check out Foco.com, F-O-C-O, or click on the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO, and they're going to give you 10% off your order. Great deal. Yep. And, and when you're, you're saving, go to liquor store. Yeah, when you're saving money on your uh, sports merch, Spurch. you can buy yourself some delicious Goose Island beer. Goose Island is the proud beer sponsor of us here at CHGO. They have been Chicago's beer since 1988, and they have a tremendous beer roster that you can find year-round that includes the full pocket pills, the everyday beer that the Goose Island beer brewers are drinking, you got the entire family of Beer Hug IPAs, and you have the golden cans of 312, the wheat ale, the staple of their year-round beer roster. And uh, as hockey season and basketball season get underway, you can definitely uh, quench your thirst with some uh, Bull and Goose West Side Ale to honor the Chicago Bulls, or you have the Blackhawks Pale Ale. Uh, both of those are going to be available at the United Center this year, and they will be hitting the shelves very soon. So you can uh, grab all of these ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beers and more at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or you can go to their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Again, that is the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for staying up with us. Make sure you smash that like button on the way out. And remember that tomorrow at 11, our interview with Jamie Faulkner drops both on YouTube and on your podcast apps. So make sure uh, you check that out. Lots of good info in there, um, about 30 minutes or so. So uh, give it a listen, check it out, and we'll be back Saturday for the home, home opener no pregame on Saturday because we're going to be at the red carpet. We're going to be covering all the pregame festivities. But, of course, as soon as the game ends, we'll be on, and hopefully we'll be talking about a Hawks win over the Golden Knights. But, again, thanks for staying up late with us. It is 1.12 a.m., and we've still got, what, over almost 200 people with us Amazing. in the uh, chat. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Again, hit that like button on the way out. Thanks to, thanks to Steven for producing the show and staying up with us as well. We'll talk to you uh, Saturday. Post game on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 